Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Happy Friday, Edwin. Happy Friday, Andrew. Man, it's great that we can be together today and study the Word of God. Yes, 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 yes. We're wrapping up a week of John 10. And rolling into a weekend. You know what? We haven't really said this weekend or this week, actually. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please send us your emails, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Join in the conversation. And we've even been having conversations about figurative language and parabolic language and, you know, uh, uh, Jesus claiming to be one with the Father and all kinds of stuff to talk about. So send us an email, great, great texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. And Sunday, we're going to be meeting together to worship God. And we'd love for anybody who's in the Tampa area to join us. You can go to christiansmeethere.org to uh, learn about our times, our location. We'd love for you to be with us for our Assembly of Worship, for any of our classes that we have. And so certainly join us for that so we can get to know you. There's also a Facebook group if you want to talk about the material on Text Talk. There and it is. you can rate and review and share this podcast. You know, we get in here and we get to talking and forget to say, those important things to say. <laughs> uh, and really, uh, you know what? We do forget to say it. One of the reasons is because we're not really into self-promotion, but the reason we bring it up is not to self-promote. It's because when you rate and review, it lets other people out there find us more easily. Yeah, that's the thing. Fo- folks who are looking for good spiritual material, when you rate and review, it, it causes our podcast to come up in their Searches. searches. And so it becomes a really good evangelistic tool. Yeah. And so that's that's really what we're hoping for. Let's get into John uh, 10, wrap up our conversation here. One of the really important phrases that we read yesterday. So I'm going to read part of what we read yesterday. I'm going to start in verse 31, go to the end of the chapter. I'm reading in the English Standard Version. The Jews picked up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, I've shown you many good works from the Father. For which of them are you going to stone me? The Jews answered him, It is not for a good work that we're going to stone you, but for blasphemy, because you being a man make yourself God. Jesus answered them, It is not is it not written in your law, I said you are gods. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be broken. Do you say of him whom the Father consecrated and sent into the world, you are blaspheming? Because I said I'm the Son of God? If I'm not doing the works of the Father, then do not believe me. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. Again, they sought to arrest him, but he escaped from their hands. He went away again across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing at first, and there he remained, and many came to him, and they said, John did no sign, but everything that John said about this man was true, and many believed in him there. So part of this um, exchange here at the end when they go to kill him again, and we talked about this yesterday, and they took up stones to kill him, he quotes a psalm, Psalm 82. A hard psalm, a hard mm-hmm. statement in the psalms. Yeah, yeah. But then he says, and the scripture cannot be broken. He didn't say, oh, that was an interpolation? He didn't say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, so we here, can, here's we one can. of the things I want to observe. Okay, okay. observation um, that means something to people who have a very high view of scripture or espouse a view of scripture. It's like, don't you agree? Don't you don't you say the scripture cannot be broken? Because because here's where I'm standing. 
the scripture cannot be broken. Can can we agree on that? Can we agree on that? <laughs> and what are they supposed to say? Uh, um, <laughs> uh, no, that no. One, that one can be broken. That one doesn't count. <laughs> Asaph would never have said anything like that. I don't think that's scripture. So their attitude towards scripture is, <laughs> scripture is scripture. It cannot be broken. They didn't have some other view of scripture that would say, Stuff creeps in there, and we have to figure out what's really scripture and what's not. Yeah. It's actually broken all over the place. Yeah. Now, look, I, we're we're talking about that. I don't want to deny that here in the year two thousand and twenty-three, that as as scripture has been transmitted with manuscripts, that there's not textual evidence that we need to follow and make sure what's in our Bibles accurately represents what's in the manuscripts. I, so I'm not trying to dismiss any of that, but I'm just saying, look, here's scripture, and Jesus is pointing out. Look, Scripture can't be broken. Mm-hmm. And his point, at the very least, I think we're all going to have to say, if I believe in Jesus, well, at least Psalm 82 is Scripture. <laughs> and it can't be broken. And it can't be broken. But the amazing thing is, is here's this really, really hard statement. And it does sound like something that none of the Israelites would have ever said. Yeah. Now, you know, they wouldn't call people gods. Right. They, they wouldn't use it like that. And yet, he says, this is what the Scripture says to the people who received the Word of God. And this, they, they put in God's mouth saying to the people, you are God's sons of the Most High, mm-hmm. children of God. Now, back when we talked about Psalm 82, we explained where that principle came from and how we actually see that throughout the law as God talks about people, even though we never see that statement. It's not a quote from some other place in the law. But it is the sentiment that God expresses about Israel and Israelites. So we we see that being consistent. But Jesus says, look, let's just admit it. This is a really, really hard statement. This is a statement that doesn't sound like something we would expect God to say to people or a psalmist to write about people. But there it is. And Scripture cannot be broken. Mm -hmm. So let's figure out what that means. Let's Maybe I misunderstand it. I probably do misunderstand it. But whatever it means, it means, and that cannot be broken. I need to get into it, and I need to figure it out. Well, here's some folks being confronted with the Scripture, and it seems to me they don't like what it says. They don't like what it says. So what are you going to do with that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, let me go back up and kind of explain a little bit of our joking around. I Again, I'm not speaking against honest, real textual study and figuring out what's supposed to be there. I am speaking against the Jesus Seminar. Can I just say it out loud? Oh, yeah. <laughs> say it. Oh, oh, we're reading our Bibles and we've decided Jesus would never have said anything like this. It must not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, we've decided that no first century Jew would have ever said this. Well, obviously, miracles didn't happen, so that's not real. Right. You right. know, it's, it's those kinds of statements. Yeah. Where, again, I'm not talking about the real work of figuring out the text that should be transmitted, but some of this nonsensical approach that everything I find that's either hard to understand is not the way I would have said it, right? or I don't like, must not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. Scripture cannot be broken. And I can do all I want to excise things out of Scripture. I can do all I want to say that's not something I'm going to follow. And I'm just going to break myself against Scripture yeah. because Scripture cannot be broken. It's the, it's, it is the rock. It is the truth. It is. Yeah, so it can't be broken. And, you know, that, that's, that speaks to this world that wants to equivocate on there being a truth. Yeah. An unbreakable truth. I think another way to say that is an absolute truth. Yes. 
But this is what Scripture is. It cannot be broken. I don't understand it. Okay, keep studying because it can't be broken. I don't agree with it. Well, then study it and submit to it. It can't be, can't broken. be broken. I don't like it. Hey, I get it. God didn't put it in here because you like it. It can't be broken. And again, what have we got to do? We've got to be reading it. We've got to be studying it. We've got to be learning it. And I I am, of course, thankful for the people who do the really hard work of translating, who do the really hard work of figuring out as they compare those manuscripts what's really supposed to be there and what's not. I'm really thankful for all that work. But what I don't get to do is just decide, yeah, I'm not going to follow that one. Well, and and what I'm kind of hearing here is that my attitude towards Jesus is reflected in my attitude towards Scripture. Yes. I had to look at Scripture the way Jesus does. If I'm going to say that I'm a Christian, if I'm going to say I follow Jesus, then let's look at Scripture the way he did. And it starts out with it, it cannot be broken. I think it's important here. We talk about discipleship. Discipleship means finding a master. Somebody you say, you know what? This thing that I want to do, this person is really, really good at it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to follow them Mm -hmm. around and I'm going to do it like them. Well, let me just point point out to everyone who says, I want to be a disciple of Jesus. One of the things I know about Jesus, he had a really high view of Scripture. Right. If I am going to follow Jesus around Mm -hmm. and I am going to be like Jesus, I'm going to say Scripture can't be broken. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm going to accept what it says. I'm going to let it govern me. I think about Jesus because Jesus believes Scripture can't be broken. When there was that head-to-head battle between Jesus and the devil in the wilderness, every temptation from the devil was met with a Scripture quote response. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't say. Oh no, that that uh, that statement in Deuteronomy is two thousand years old. Why would I allow a two thousand year old book to govern my life? He said, "I'm going to allow a two thousand year old book to govern my life." I get it. Moses wrote these things thousands of years ago in a different culture at a different time, but Scripture can't be broken. So I'm not going to worship you because I'm told worship the Lord your God only. Well, I appreciate you taking it there to that situation of temptation when I think about the armor of God in Ephesians 6. The sword of the Spirit is the word of God. And now I know here's a sword that cannot be broken. Can't be broken. And you can try to beat on that sword, and it can't be broken. It will not break. You know, think about that armor. Actually, every other bit of that armor also connects back to the word of God. Absolutely does. The sword is itself the word of God. And I I know somebody might say, no, you can't have that because the word is the sword. It can't be something else in the story. May I refer you back to earlier episodes this week? Or you should listen to that. We've been talking about who is the door and who is the good shepherd. It's and the same guy. We also kind of talked about who the wolves and the thieves were, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, we actually find out, oh, no, no, actually something can be more than one thing in uh, a picture. But, but the reality is the helmet of salvation. Paul tells Timothy, you've known the sacred writings, yes. which are able to make you wise unto salvation feet shod with the gospel of preparation of peace yes the gospel is the word of truth colossians 1 5 says the gospel is that word that you believed Mm -hmm. Uh, the breastplate of righteousness paul told timothy that it's scripture that will train us for righteousness hey by the way you put on a belt of truth uh god's word is truth your word is true yes your word is truth that absolutely is exactly it. the entire armor mm-hmm. gets us back to God's word, which cannot be broken. If I want to put that armor on, I've got to be in the word. And what a powerful thing that is, because it can't be broken. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. true. Can I misunderstand it? Yes. Yeah. 
So my misunderstanding might be broken. If I misunderstand it and misapply it, you know, Paul told Timothy that you need to be a worker who doesn't need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. And Peter talked about some that would rest the scriptures to their own destruction. So it, it can be twisted. I can misunderstand it. I can twist it and distort it and pervert it. And if that's what's going on, uh, then, yeah, it's not going to protect me. But and it, that is going to break. But it can be corrected. That's the thing. Because Scripture it. cannot be broken. Scripture can't be broken. I can read it. I can I can learn from it. I can talk with other people about it. We can challenge each other. Like iron sharpens iron. And even when the sparks fly, we can learn from Scripture. And as we start applying that to our lives, we're going to be coming more and more and more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And again, I just come back to it. Jesus pulls out this really hard statement. But he reminds us, look, let's not let's not ignore this statement because we don't like it and don't understand it and not sure how Asaph would ever say it. It's scripture. It can't be broken. Let's get into it, figure it out so that we can understand how to be more like Jesus. Well, what an encouraging episode we have had today. Uh, it just makes you want to read the Bible all the more. I hope so. Because you know it cannot be broken. Well, why don't we have a word of prayer together? Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today, for the time to be in your word, to be encouraged. The scripture cannot be broken. That's the way Jesus taught us. That's the way he understood it. And that's the way we understand it as well. And so, Father, we pray that we might humble ourselves before the teaching of the word of God to know what it is and its purity and its truth and to surrender to that. And we know, Father, that it becomes a mirror. We see ourselves in it, and in many times we see we're not really living up or forming in the way that we need to. And, Father, we want to. We want to be shaped by this word of God, to take it up as our armor and our defense because it is true, because it cannot be broken. It is your gift, your revelation of your word. Thank you for the scripture. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song, You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. That's the way the Father did it. That's the way Jesus said it. And it's worked out pretty good so far.